This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Actually, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's surprising. You know, I feel I feel uplifted and and energized and um, man, eager to talk about pipe tobacco and um, yeah, and it's kind of in spite of myself. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, man, that's good. That's good. We need we need this, man. We need we need good energy. We, we, we need it bad, dude. Can can I, I just can I just tell a brief story? <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? I Absolutely. You <laughs> we were my uh, my father in law um, who lives in South Florida now. They they were in New England and moved down there to be closer to wife's grandmother. Anyway, he had a heart attack and mm-hmm. he's okay. Everything's fine, but it did triple bypass surgery. And so my you know we load up the my wife and and the kids. We get in the car and we're you know racing down to South Florida and all that kind of stuff. And on the way back, okay, it, we encounter. A, a, a gas crisis because someone blew up a pipeline or something or Ooh. a pipeline went up you know one of the gas pipeline went out and no one in the country can get like you know fuel for their car right and right. so you've got that and all these people are buying gas so you can't you couldn't get gas it was like hoarding you know people are putting gas in their water bottles and stuff it's the most ignorant <laughs> thing ever right. and so we finally found it at this little country gas station in the panhandle of florida coming back home and, and are forced to pull over at a hotel that night because we got delayed by this gas crisis. So the Hampton Inn conveniently puts the microwave at eye level for a 19-month-old, right? Of course, yeah, yeah like, like you do. <laughs> As <Absolutely>. you do. <laughs> and and so my, my I'm down at, at the car getting our luggage back up and all this stuff. And, and my wife, she's taking care of the infant. You know, we've got a, a six-week-old and... She's, um, you know, a little distracted and, and, and my daughter microwaves my iPhone. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. I'm like, An what's Android that smell? fan in the making. This is what I, I love. <laughs> <laughs> From a young age. Yeah. Right, and, right. um, so anyway, yeah, the last several, uh, last several days have just been crazy. And it's because, uh, in part, my daughter microwaved my iPhone. I just feel compelled to share that. I, I, I don't no, know. You it's, should. A, it's been a big part of my story now. Uh, my daughter, uh, unfortunately knows how to use a microwave, uh, yeah. and then, uh, <laughs> it, you're on notice. And, uh, yeah, so it was just, it was wild. The, the whole, the whole thing was wild. So. Okay. All right. So listen. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be that guy, man. I, I, I don't like to be like the one upmanship. Story yeah, but you're about to be that guy. Well, look, you were in Florida, and somehow Flo- I, I, you were in Florida, and you knew you were in Florida last week. I <laughs> yeah. was in Florida, and apparently have been for some time, and never even recognized it, because I, I don't know if people saw this last week, but there w- there was a tiger. Uh, <laughs> there, there, there was a I tiger about that. That's right. In, in Houston, Texas, and and you know I don't like saying where I live, given specifics on the internet. That's that's not you know I, this probably is a not friendly show. Super wise, yeah. No, I haven't made too many enemies, but the ones that are out there are crazy. You know, you got to be careful. You got to be careful about folks. You know, I don't want Brian Levine knowing where I'm living. But here's the thing: I, I will say this: that tiger was not a small distance from my house. Like that is a, correct. 
that that is i mean like john david when you come we will go there and, so, will, so, and i'll be like it was right there <laughs> so the, so this is this is the thing if you're not familiar it, it, and it, this got picked up on a few news sources but there was a there was a tiger a Bengal real tiger. bona fide tiger yes, loose in the nation's fourth largest city <laughs> In yep, a, yep. in it inside the city limits, inside a neighborhood, in an urban environment, yeah. and and it was, it, let's just say it was in spitting distance of of my dear friend Bo's, you know, abode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't and, have to be a competitive spitter even to get this distance. Yeah, like, it was really and, like, so. It was just uh, you know, if if you're looking for a reason to smoke a uh, really strong pipe tobacco and drink too much whiskey, it, 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 finding this in your neighborhood would be it. What what Listen. what's so great ab- about this? I think is you know, so so it made the news, right? You, I mean, you should yeah. be oh, yeah. telling all this. It made the news, but then it, but then that somehow carol baskin's involved now well no because she just put out like a a you know these are one of the reasons why this is a bad idea and i should know because you know tiger king but like like <laughs> the thing is man no the guy is was wanted for murder uh this is our neighbor was wanted for murder didn't know didn't know that before all this also had a couple of chimpanzees uh or you know living in the house as well as well as uh, apparently at some point although probably not recently a bear so this is this is my neighbor and um in inner city Houston. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 dude, I will say this. The most terrifying part was when we found that they had locked him up but did not know where the tiger was. And I was I was like, well, hang on. Why don't we leave the murderer out to take care of the tiger until you secure the tiger, <laughs> then get the murderer? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, like, if the murderer is not feeding the tiger, I don't want to feed humans to the tiger. I'm not saying he was doing that. This is but I'm just saying he was able to tame the tiger let's get the tiger first and let's then on the get tiger the- right the, 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 the wild animal that you know regularly kills things in order to right. consume them yeah i mean I, I i don't know you couldn't i feel like if you tried to write this it would people the, the, the publisher would be like you're an idiot just go away yeah that's, that, that wouldn't happen i'm like look we just had an ice age a couple of weeks ago and we just finished a global pa- or we're finishing up a global pandemic here like right. a tiger in the neighborhood is about the least craziest thing i could think of right, right. Now. Anyway, it, it, you had me at murder hornets like let's just let's just move on yeah, from this exactly. wild animal stuff that's exactly. it, that's crazy man i I saw that and was like, you've got to be kidding me. It was just so, uh, so man, congratulations. At least the, the tiger and the chimpanzees and the, you know, all, all the, all the wild animals, the crocodiles and the emus, they, they didn't, uh, they, they didn't microwave your iPhones. So, no, that's true. So you, that, you now that, that would be wild. That would be wild. <laughs> Listen, I think probably one of the things that probably helped us get through a crazy week is, uh, man, we, we have been just showered with gifts. Uh, and you know, we mentioned this a couple of weeks back. We've got, Uh, a dear listener who was going through the last days of his life and the last weeks and well, thinking he was going through the last months of his life determined it was the last weeks and days of his life and uh, reached out to the show. We shared his story a bit here a couple weeks ago. And you know, you'd mentioned that he'd sent this package and you sent me mine. I I got in and I opened it and I, it it sat me down, man. It sat me down because of course I got his letter and read through that went through, you know, for one thing, this ten of Frogmorton Cellar is always like it's just it's just solid gold, and so yeah, it's just I was I was like yeah. cradling it. Um, but man, these pipes that he sent to, and I mean, like he sent us so much of, of, of incredible quality pipe tobacco, actually tobacco to age stuff, vintage stuff. I mean, yeah. um, you know, crazy. It's just just remarkable. I'll be definitely smoking in his honor. But man, I, I want to make mention of these pipes 
And and you got some too, right? Like you mentioned this as well. I, I did, yeah. So Dave Dave was uh, very kind enough to uh, send me a couple of pipes, and and these are <laughs> these are now some of the nicest pipes in my uh, in my collection. So uh, he sent me one, uh, a Tom Eltang, <laughs> a beautiful Tom Eltang right. pipe, uh, which is incredible. And um, you know, I, I would have to sell a lot more pipe tobacco to uh, be able to afford one of Tom's pipes because they are not cheap. And then he also sent me uh, a Bruce Weaver pipe. And what's cool, we we talked about Bruce Weaver. Uh, on an episode, this has been probably a year and a half ago or so, right after he passed away. Uh, Bruce uh, uh, died and, um, you know, just an incredible pipe, uh, American pipe maker and a, a true uh, gentleman of the hobby and our pastime and um, someone that uh, really left an indelible mark. And, um, and and I didn't have one of his pipes. And, um, and man, so Dave uh, was kind enough to to gift that to me, and um, and I'll, I'll, I promise I'll take good care of him, brother. Thank you very much. Really, really, really kind. You know, a couple of weeks back, I think I mentioned that I did not own a Meerschaum pipe. I thought about it after the fact, and I realized I needed to put a little bit of a caveat there because I do have a, a Calabash pipe with a Meerschaum insert that. Um, yeah, the Meerschaum insert. Mark yeah. that actually gave it to me. Yeah, which is a gorgeous pipe. Um, but I, I've never had a true, so to speak, Meerschaum pipe, a full Meerschaum pipe. Uh, until now. And, you know, so this is, this is a, and you might have to help me with the carver's name here. Um, but I believe it's a Sinan or Sinan Altanook. Yeah. Altanook is right. So that they are one of the, you know, best Meerschaum providers in the world. If you search for their pipes, you know, you'll find that they uh, tend to be a little more expensive, but the quality is, is, you know, almost unparalleled. It's you you, it's an excellent piece. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a gorgeous pipe and it's, it's Gandalf. It is, it is actually, yeah. it's a Meerschaum carving of Gandalf. And, uh, you know, one of the things that is so cool about this thing, I mean, like, you know, you, okay, sorry, I'm going to get a little, I'm going to get a little choked up here, but, um, we've mm. talked about how Meerschaum is beautiful, right? Because as you smoke it, it changes color. Mm. You, know, you first pick up a Meerschaum pipe and, uh, you get that beautiful, um, kind of that, that, that pristine white. And then over time as you yeah. smoke it, the oils from your hands, uh, the oils yeah. from your beard. And then just, of course, you know, just the, um, the charring of, uh, when, when it's been smoked mm-hmm. is, is very, very evident and, you know, opening this up and then holding it and just <laughs> seeing the, the, the love yeah. that this pipe has yeah. already received from David is, was, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't expect it to choke up like man. this, man. Yeah. It's really um, great. It really hit home because not only is mm-hmm. this a beautiful piece of art, but it, it's not just the mm. carver that left a mark, you know, and this, this is just one of my most treasured possessions now. And I just, I really, that's awesome. Oh, man. All right. anyway, I'm getting, it, it's getting a little dusty over here too, dude. <laughs> it is, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I really am sorry. I did not expect it's wonderful. to get as, as uh, emotional, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a gorgeous pipe. And, um, I sent, I posted pictures of these as well as, uh, the various pipe tobaccos that, you know, I think I mentioned, um, uh, being, a, uh, you know, kind of always yeah. a little intimidated by flake. Well, David wanted me to, he sent to you quite a bit, didn't he? Man, I know he, yeah, he was so generous with his tobaccos, man. Yeah. And, and so many, uh, good ones, some, some really aged stuff. I think, uh, sent quite a bit of, um, you know, aged tobacco, whether it be uh, full Virginia flake or the frog Morton, um, you know, a, a bunch of it was, uh, anyway, just really, really kind. So, um, man, again, to, to Dave, uh, self, we, um, are just, man, overwhelmed by your generosity and, um, and, 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 you know, just your incredible kindness and sharing your, uh, you know, pipe, uh, riches and love here, uh, here at the twilight and, uh, are grateful for you, man, really are. 
Absolutely. All right. Now I, I sent out a picture. It's on YouTube uh, on the uh, Country Squire Radio's uh, Twitter handle. If you want to see the picture of kind of the the, the package that came in, uh, I although something did make its way into uh, the package that that um, is not from David, as I understand. All right, but, but before kind of before we talk about in. that, I want to I want to <laughs> mention real quick. I got a package yeah, yeah. in the mail from Australia. <laughs> Wait, what? I did. I got a package in the mail from Australia, and. You know, everyone knows it's been, I mean, kind of a difficult several months here. And, you know, we've had a lot going on at the shop and in my family and things are just nuts and uh, all this kind of stuff. And so I got this. I I opened up the mail. There's a package from Australia. I I can count the number of people I know in Australia, maybe on three fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And um, this is uh, it's pretty wild. So. It was a package from uh, Jeremiah Mirka, who is the talent and owner of Bullfrog Pipes. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Bullfrog Pipes, who, uh, as I mentioned uh, before on an episode last year, was a bucket list uh, pipe. This is a bucket list acquisition uh, yeah. that I've been looking for for uh, for a long time. And uh, man, I, I I had actually let one go. I was interested in a uh, in a bullfrog pipe, one of his gum nut uh, variants there with a horn stem and a beautiful deep bend on it. And so, right as all this the craziness was kind of going on in my life, it's just so so cool. Uh, ben Smith, who is uh, ultra light lunter on Instagram, got with Jeremiah Mirka and uh, a few other people in our community, and he organized for the folks to get me a bullfrog pipe. And so, I am the proud owner of a beautiful bent bullfrog gum nut with a huge horn shank cap and a and a beautiful beautiful um, ebonite stem and it is hot <laughs> did you is that the one that you posted out on the uh, on the the squad lounge i did man i yeah, did it, it was, it was just yeah. it's breathtaking and i i can't believe it i just want to give ben jeremiah everyone who contributed to that who you know they so many of these people they remain nameless but I, i'm i'm stunned i i'm i'm truly stunned i that pipe is like a mortgage payment worth <laughs> but jeremiah was so kind enough to work with them and um use his incredible talent for uh for this and it's it's a piece that i'll always remember um i, I cannot believe a pipe with almost an s curve and where the s goes up at the end can run a pipe cleaner i mean that the it, it is unbelievable wow. the amount wow. of precision that he put into that pipe and uh, I, I'm just, I'm very proud. It smokes like a dream. I would put any of my highest end pipes up against it and uh, am really, really tickled by it. So um, also included in that package was uh, a, a tamper. It was a custom leaf tamper from David Pallone. Uh, David is, uh, you can find him on Instagram, firebelly underscore Forgin, F-O-R-G-I-N. He's a metal worker and um, man, is just a really incredible blacksmith and uh, does this awesome work. But anyway, he made this custom uh, tamper in the shape of a leaf and it is just truly stunning. And, and so I would, I would really highly recommend that you uh, check out his work. And of course, you're if you've listened to the show for a while, you are familiar with Jeremiah and Bullfrog Pipes. And and so you're aware of his work. Um, man, please support these people. They are such gems and and um, and just just great folks. And, um, and I'm anyway, truly, truly stunned and, and very, very thankful for the gift. Yeah, that's awesome, and it it really is incredible the uh, the image that you shared. I was just like my jaw dropped when I saw that thing. People are foolish enough to occasionally trust me with some of their creations, and <laughs> this one took the cake, man. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's 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 
probably the prettiest pipe I own. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty wild. All right. So you've got a box. I do. That I sent you. Yes, you did. Yeah. And it's it's a you sent me Super Cluster, a Citra Hopped Mega IPA. I mean, it sounds delicious. Okay, it's a beer box. It it, it, it it's inside a beer cart. It's a very thing, cute right? beer box. <laughs> this is like a this is like a small beer box. No, it is. It it is. It, it, this this part of Wait, a package. Wait, hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You need to rip the bandaid off quick. Is this not beer? It's not beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> it is not beer. So we, Bo, yes, have a new listener. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, you talk about your your son. <laughs> we, no, no. Um, he he uh, he is not aware of uh, colors yet. <laughs> well, much much less uh, Latakia versus Peru. But he knows um, the sound of his uncle Bo's voice. <laughs> he does know that. that. That's that's true. Uh, we have a new listener, Bo. Okay. And um, it is a uh, it, it, it's actually a person who is a part of Country Squire Radio lore and huh. is is a part of our fabric and story and. Uh, has even been, you know, mentioned multiple times on our show. Huh? Um, okay. And is just one of those people that is polarizing and, <gasps> and uh, you know, just uh, kind of out of control. And, and y- you laugh some when you're with him, but, uh-huh. but then you also would never bring him over to meet your parents. All right, all right, all right pause and, real quick. I saw an I, iTunes know. review come in, like, from this person who was i didn't know if they were just pretending to be this person or if they were the actual person that was the person so we have a new listener oh my god and bo it's the hurricane i know i got it (laughs) (laughs) oh man i'm glad i'm living in another state if he's going through the backlog love you brother i love you i want you to know i have nothing but deep love for you but you don't have to like him. <laughs> I like him. Some, I like him. I like him more often than not. I like. We're him called more. to love people, but not to like people. No, I'm just kidding. So, so, so uh, the, the the hurricane who and and by the way, the hurricane. If you've listened to Country Squire Radio for a long time, particularly some of those uh, pipe fails episodes, we've we've discussed the hurricane and 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 he's just he's just a part of our shop. He's a part of our our show and our culture. And and he is someone that like has kind of prided himself in the past on not really listening to Country Squire radio yes. because he's like oh Hi- Bo and highly, John David y'all highly above us highly above us. yeah above it he's like y'all are just a bunch of pipe nerds you right. go with your you know crummy little podcasts and do your little lame pipe things and and then he you know this is the nature of this individual right he's a good friend of mine but his whole mo is to crap on everything and then walk away like that's. <laughs> That's what, oh, that's what the I've got some does, high school right? stories with the hurricane, man. And, <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm telling you, this this is uh, another thing I, I need people to realize is that the hurricane has a, another nickname that we well, just what, haven't mentioned oh, on gosh, that's not Country Squire Radio. <laughs> I was about to say that's not Country Squire Radio appropriate Be, because it's it, it's just it's just not like right. we want you to feel comfortable to uh, you know have this uh, show on at work or you know with your family and so so this you know anyway this this individual has is has a name that favors this other name that he is called. And, and and of course, you know, developed this nickname at a very early age uh, because, you know, middle middle schoolers will be, you know, evil and all that. I'm so, terrified to open this right now. <laughs> well, and so it, it's not it's it's actually 
pretty pretty benign. But I so so this is a gift from this is a gift from um, from the. And I want you to open. And, and so Bo has has got a package in his hand that's in a beer box that I've wrapped up with tape and paper. And now Bo is about to open our, his <sighs> gift from our, from the from the hurricane. Now I'm really mad. It's not beer. All right, hang on. <laughs> Because you're gonna need it. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, let's see. I had no clue where you were going with all this. <laughs> oh man. Okay, now yeah. this is even more terrifying. This seems like a grenade. Hang on. Uh, oh my god. Okay, I'm looking at a fan, a Swisher Sweet iPhone fan, and a, right. a Swisher Sweet device of some sort. But again, yep. now that I know who it's from, I'm terrified to try to figure it out. So right, you, it's not like one of those uh, iPhones that like explodes when you steal it or whatever. And or you get, put you put in the microwave. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right, right, or that. So you are holding in oh, your hand two. Oh, look at that. Okay. Do, do you it's, figure it out? It's like it's like a camping light. Yeah, camping. This looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. actually really cool. Right. Yeah. But but the obvious thing about both these are how they're branded. How are these items branded? They're Swisher Sweet uh, because obviously we are high quality up in this. They're Swisher Sweet. <laughs> Tobacco branded promotional products is right, what they are. Right. And the Hurricane picked these products up and brought them to me to share with you and wanted it to be clearly known that it's about, he said, this will inspire you to start talking about decent tobacco for once. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? And so, and so our new beloved <sighs> listener who now has a road job. And is on the on the road regularly uh-huh. in his in his truck. Wait, is he his... a representative for Swisher Sweets? Because that'd be like no, no, no. <laughs> that he's would be not. amazing. He's not. That would be amazing. We would have to interview him if that was the case. Yeah, we, uh, we we could actually get away with that yeah. in, in that in that point. But um, uh. but yeah. So he he <laughs> while he was on the road has become a avid listener of Country Squire Radio. But he 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 got tired of us talking about inferior uh, products like you know uh, fifty dollar uh, you know bags of Peace Haven or uh, you know special edition. Samuel Gay with tobaccos or, right. uh, you know, collectible McClellan tins. He wants us to talk about more sophisticated products. And so he's inspiring us with uh, these Swisher, Swisher Sweet, Sweet promotionals. Yeah. 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 He, he went to, he went to uh, Mississippi State, right? I just want to... Uh, <laughs> I know. I, I, I just, I'm, you know, it's, you know, we talked about, but he came in the back door. <laughs> no, no, There's no accounting for taste. There's no accounting for taste. And look, I, you know, I'll be the first one to admit I've got some great memories with Swisher Sweet cigars. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna pretend like I, I did not have my Swisher Sweet days. But regardless, you know, I just think when you have no accounting for taste, you know, you, you smoke what you smoke, you like what you like. But I do think it's important to point out that you know, if if, if Swisher Sweet is the high quality, epic, top tier. Yeah tobacco that we need to be covering and that's what the hurricane says i think it's important just to point out that that is the that is the high standards as set forth uh by by graduates of mississippi state i think that's i i think that's important i think you're an idiot (laughs) (laughs) every place has got its bad apple right and every Uh, every every ocean has its hurricane (laughs) no this is true this is true just just some you know some just turn out a little bit more bad apples than others i mean they all got bad apples nobody's saying they don't no i'm just kidding man i i listen i I get i I I actually have some great memories we're getting some swisher sweet cigars and uh, going down New Orleans. <laughs> so what, yeah, what I what I love about this though is that like the 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 black sheep of Country Squire Radio, who we've who we've gotten content from and and used almost as a prop because he's <laughs> just kind of ridiculous, right? Say I mean, that. Just, he's going like, to start demanding royalties. <laughs> well, that that's the thing. He already has, sure. right? So so. <laughs> 
so you know it, it's it's almost like now he's now he's a fan ish but is going to still give us a, you know, it, it, I don't know. We, we've just bitten off a lot here. We'll see if we can chew it. Man, that's crazy. All right. Well, hey, listen, Hurricane, brother, I love you so much. And that's, this is this is hilarious. I think, no, I think it's hilarious that, that you've started giving the show a listen. And maybe now you understand why I got so frustrated when you were messing with my equipment back then. This is, this, this was a job. <laughs> Anyway, I just think it's fantastic. It's every there's so many things that have come full circle, and I'm I'm just thrilled. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. And yes, I I've never been more glad I don't own an iPhone than I have receiving this iPhone exclusive Swisher Suite fan. Um, <laughs> but that, that being said, the lantern is oh because it, it has one of the little lightning the little uh, lightning connectors. connectors so unfortunately, uh, okay, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, it won't work with my phone. But uh, this I will say this: this lantern actually is going to get some good use. This is awesome. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, whatever whatever schmuck had to get the Swisher Sweets in order to receive this stuff, it, it was worth the Swisher. I mean, listen, I again, I hate, was, but I mean, I, I guess the schmuck was the hurricane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was my first gas station cigar right there, man. Swisher Sweets has been a lot of people's first, so you know, it's it's. Uh, it's not. It's out it has there. been. It's out there. All right, man. Listen, I know we've been doing like a lot of. Uh, we we had a lot of mailbag this this week. Maybe in the future we need to consider doing like a mailbag centric episode. Um, but we we've got a great topic this week that we need to jump into. And it's Shagadelic, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna figure out. I was trying to figure who would be the first to bring it up, and you beat me. Well, you didn't know we'd be teeing uh, up from the from the hurricane to Shagadelic. I'd, I'd be like, I, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> no, that's right. It's the only cut of pipe tobacco that immediately makes you think of Austin Powers. Um, you, you know, the uh, one of the Scooby Doo stoners, or uh, you know, maybe your favorite carpet from your grandma's living room or the 1970s. <laughs> and it's uh, and it's Shag Tobacco, man. Who, who doesn't want some of that? I, I listen. Okay, so shag tobacco. This is this is uh you know if if the 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 rolling person on the street who happens to walk up and hear, uh, oh yes yes, what are you smoking these days? And you know has an accent because I guess it's a British street anyway. It was, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I've heard of flake, I've heard of cube cuts, but I, I've never heard of this shag tobacco. In fact, I find it offensive that you would even say such a thing. What what terrible thing are you doing with your tobacco right here? Uh, yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> what is shag tobacco, John David? Man, shag tobacco, interesting cut. Of course, there's so many different types of uh, tobaccos, how it's prepared and processed and uh, made ready to consume by the, by the smoker. Shag tobacco is very thinly cut. Uh, tobacco. If you've ever seen tobacco that looks like, um, it, have you ever been to the grocery store around Easter, Bo, and you've seen those crummy, those cheap little uh, like uh, Easter baskets? You know that the, oh, with the yeah. little with the little rabbit grass, and they put the little crummy chocolate candies and stuff in there, <laughs> and your kid, they, and they put them strategically in parts of the store, so when you walk by them with your kids, your kids won't let you like leave flock until you right buy to one. It. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, it's really awful. Yeah. Anyway, so so that little rabbit grass that's in the in the cheap Easter basket, it it kind of looks like that. Right. Right. <laughs> it's just this thin cut, shredded uh, to bits tobacco, and it's um it, it's tobacco that's very very th- finely cut. Uh, think finer than a ribbon cut. Of course, ribbon cut is uh, probably the most well known 
uh, you know, pipe tobacco cut that's out there is probably the best known pipe tobacco cut. Uh, just, you know, you think of these ribbons and they're blended together. And so you might have different colors, but it's, uh, you know, relatively easy to prepare and load and, and all that stuff. Think of the shag cut as being a finer version of that, uh, less than one sixteenth of an inch. So we're talking about a very narrow, uh, piece of tobacco here. Thin, thin, thin. It's fine. It's very incredibly easy to prepare. Uh, and it's a, a incredibly light tobacco. It's something that has uh, quite a bit of volume. So if you're looking at shag tobacco, you're like, do you, do you smoke it? Because <laughs> it's it's very pillowy, it's very just fluffy. Mm. It has this nice uh, this nice volume to it. But when you weigh it up, when we when we weigh up shag tobacco at the at the shop, um, it really is incredibly light. So you have to you know it, two ounces of it next to two ounces of some other tobacco is going to look like a, a half pound. Huh. You know, it, it's just one of those things where when I put two ounces of it into a bag, I have to reach for the half pound bag and not the two ounce right. bag. Like it, because it's just that, it's that fluffy. It's that light. It has that much volume uh, after it's been shredded. So really remarkable. Why was shag developed? Uh, shag uh, tobacco popular in Danish tobacco tradition. Uh, of course, some of the best uh, tobaccos from in the, in the pipe world hail from Denmark. And uh, we, talk about the uh, tobaccos that come from their regularly love uh, stuff, particularly that comes from, uh, you know, McBaron or Peter Stokeby. Um, you know, these are small, a lot of small pipes benefit greatly from shag uh, tobacco cut. You know, has just a very fine texture to it, and so it can be balled up very easily and placed into a pipe. It's just very, very uh, easy to pack and to burn. It burn, it does burn easily. It smokes itself essentially. Mm. Think about pine straw on fire or something. It kind of uh, has that characteristic of just kind of self smoldering, right. you know. And, and shag tobacco is like that. It has this very delicate thinness to it that that just the flame uh, absorbs rather quickly, and so it burns easily. It burns fast. But it's also a versatile tobacco. This is tobacco that, uh, as, as you can imagine, would be easy to be rolled up uh, into a cigarette form or put in your pipe. And so you can think of it in some ways, Bo, as very similar in spirit to twist tobacco, mm. which we talked about quite a bit on the show. You know, twist tobacco, it's this rope. We often see uh, these very unprocessed burlies that are put into a long cylindrical form, twisted up real tightly into this rope, uh, and then, uh, you know, cured very, very briefly and then and then sliced to put in your pipe. Or you can chew on it. You know, it's, it's really designed to be consumed in both these ways. And so um, I love Twist Tobacco for that. It's versatile. It's interesting. It uh, gives you options on top of just being a great flavor. Uh, do you want to smoke it? Would you like to chew it? Um, you know, you can do both. And uh, and so shag tobacco is similar in that way. You know, is it easier for you to consume in your in your pipe or would it be easier to perhaps roll and uh, and smoke that way? And um, and of course, both, both taste great. How they make it, you know, so you look at shag and you're like, it's kind of like when when you go to the deli, if you know ever you ever go and you you see that really thin cut slice of ham, you're like, I, how did they do that? Like, I, you have to have some kind of machine to do that. Like, I, I can't do that at home, right? And of course, they have these machines that that slice thing that is slice it that 
you know, precisely. And of course, uh, that is, uh, you know, how shag tobacco is made. What they do uh, sometimes for less than an hour, they'll press the tobacco uh, just, you know, just to get it under enough pressure to make it into a cake. And so they're pressing this tobacco into cake form and then very, very gently uh, shaving or cutting the tobacco by machine. They have to do it in a way when they're you know, processing, cutting this tobacco to make sure that the shag, the leaves that go into the the press are almost whole leaves or at least larger pieces of leaf. They can't, you can't make shag from ribbon cut. You have to have a larger piece leaf already kind of there. Uh, that is what that is for. Uh, they kind of take this uh, leaf, they put it in the blend they want, they put it in a press, leave it there for a very minimal amount of time, just enough to make a a, a cake that kind of holds together and then cut it up creates this very fine shredded wheat looking tobacco that uh, has a nice quality of sticking together and being very uh, clumpy and it's just uh, it, it can be a lot of fun to, to work with shag is sometimes by itself and it's sometimes incorporated as part of a blend you know it's always fun to me when tobacconists blenders manufacturers when we when we don't just tinker with mixing ingredients like varietals, but we also tinker with mixing of uh, not media, but, but cut, you know, it's, so it's like a, you know, a tobacco is even that much more interesting if it's a mixture of ribbon cut, cube cut, shag. I mean, you you can kind of go with all these different things where, you know, the, the blender is, is consciously trying to impart different types of tobacco into the blend in order to make it, you know, some characteristics stand out. Maybe the, the uh, shag cut, uh, you know, burns a little hotter, and so they want it to add that kind of kick. Maybe it uh, burns a little quicker, and so it will offset some Cavendish that's in there that burns a little slower. Um, it's interesting to know why uh, blenders pick that, and, and there's always a, a reason behind that. Anyway, really neat. You can you can see shag sometimes in a blend uh, as a component leaf, but then also as you know, an, an entire blend will be shag. So. Curious really quick about the uh so the the texture aspect of things. Does that because it is um yeah so kind of light and fluffy, if you will, uh is 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 there a threat in the packaging in which you actually change the very nature of the tobacco? Like for example, what I'm saying is if you like stuff too much shag into too small of a container or if you age it in such a way that you're just packing it down, does it essentially change what the tobacco is? Like the the smoked flavor. Um does that make sense? I, I will say that you have to be – shag is delicate tobacco. It is it is delicate. So you have to be careful right. about pressing it too hard. It's one of those things where once it's in shag form, it, it – um, it, it, it kind of needs to be utilized how it how it is, um, and so you know when right. we weigh it up for people, it's very easy for shag tobacco to get kind of crumbled apart, torn up into little almost like dust, like mm-hmm. like tobacco dust. Um, and, and so uh, you do have to be a little more careful with it if if that kind of uh, answers your question. I, w- I will okay. say yeah. it's a it's a tobacco that doesn't age very well. You know what are the characteristics of shag? It doesn't particularly age very well because of the thinness of it. Uh, this is not a tobacco that you know you're going to reap even for, even if it's in Virginia's or Virginia Perique, it, you're not going to reap tons of benefits from aging a shag cut tobacco for uh, years and years and years. It's just too thin. It doesn't the moisture doesn't work right uh, in that particular environment. So um, shag tobacco is really ready to consume immediately. It needs to be uh, consumed relatively quickly in order to really enjoy the maximum flavor profile of it. So. 
it sticks together, so it uh, forms these nice kind of bales. Uh, you can almost think of uh, we bring the pipe or the uh, pine straw analogy back. The bales of pine straw. If you uh, lived in an area with pine trees where uh, the pine straw kind of sticks together, and it you know you can't grab just one leaf. You kind of grab a clump of leaves, you know. And and the uh, the tobacco uh, that's that's cut in shag form is uh, is like that. Uh, another characteristic we briefly mentioned before: it burns. Uh, fast because of that, it's good for rolling your own or adding to a blend to maybe balance out a, a different ingredient or something of that nature. It is also easy to light and keep lit. So it's one of those tobaccos that has a real easy workability to it. It's very approachable. Cons for shag tobacco, it doesn't, it doesn't burn particularly cool. It can burn kind of hot. Um, and if you think about something burning fast, that kind of makes sense, right? It's like a, like a firecracker that goes real quick and fizzles and then is out. But it, you know, when it was going, it was, it was really, really hot, you know, really, really strong. And so that's kind of the idea with, uh, shag cut tobacco. It does take up a lot of space. And so because it's light and fluffy, uh, you know, we, we appreciate that, but at the same time, it's, it can be kind of clumsy to tote and to, um, you know, to carry around with you. And, and because of the thickness of the leaf as well, it dries out quickly. It's a quick drying tobacco. So, uh, one of those that, you know, again, you'll want to consume relatively fast. And then, of course, as we mentioned, it has that kind of poor aging quality. So, yeah, shag tobacco is just like that. Examples of shag tobacco, if you wanted to go try some, um, you know, highly recommend that. Uh, you know, you see a, a lot of harder to get tobaccos tend to be shag. We've got uh, several from Esoterica, Margate, Pembroke, Peacehaven, uh, very, of course, sought after tobaccos there. With Gaywith and Hogarth, we have the Kindle Kentucky and uh, Kindle Dark. And then, of course, there's Japanese tobaccos too, as well, that are kind of made for, you know, those small Japanese style pipes that uh, tend to be more of the shag form. One that I would recommend you trying to get at it to, you know, understand a, a good shag tobacco is GLP's uh, Penny Farthing. It's a Virginia mm. Perique with Kentucky. Um, I love this tobacco. As soon as it came out, I took to it because of the artwork. It's got one of these uh, old-fashioned top hat wearing men uh, on a uh, one of those unicycle uh, things that you'd think of from like the <laughs> 1910s or something. Uh. You know, They're just really cool. I, I love the love the imagery there, and of course uh, Greg and the folks at, uh, at Laudisi that created this just did such a good job. Um, but um, anyway, good good example. Another example, kind of the king of shag tobacco in the pipe world is going to be Daughters and Ryan. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark Ryan, who uh, we know from the Perique industry, uh, makes a lot of tobacco in his own right, is also involved in the cigar industry, but uh, he owns Daughters and Ryan, who uh, it just is, does a stellar job at shag tobacco. And of course, uh, their most popular one is, uh, is three sales. We sell a lot of three sales at our, at our store. And, um, it, it's, it's very popular both in a pipe, but also as a roll your own product. And so, um, the thing about shag, let's, let's be honest, right? You know, it, it's, it's, How's your pig Latin bow? Is your pig Latin pretty good? <laughs> a, a passing, a passing, I would say. It's so it's so 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 shag is 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 really very very often used now as Igorette say Oling Ray uh -huh. a backo right right. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. I mean, uh, we 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 see it. We see shag used a lot nowadays in the in the rolling world and the roll your own uh, tobacco world. And so um, the the great thing about that is it's a convenient media in order to. Uh, you know, to consume the tobacco, um, you know, taking the pipe out of the process, of course, as a pipe smoker, you're like, well, that's awfully sad. But if you're going to consume this, you know, what is pipe tobacco in that method, it really, you know, offer you an, an opportunity to do it in a more, in sometimes a more convenient or uh, approachable way, um, a faster way to consume it as well, and something that maybe requires less cleanup too. Mm. And so it just becomes uh, very popular in that kind of form. So very good tobaccos. And if you're interested in trying that, I highly recommend some of Daughter and Ryan's uh, blends, particularly starting with three sales. I think it's great. It comes in a tin or in a bag. Um, but uh, but really good tobaccos and and something that you can both smoke in your pipe or um, or roll and uh, and would highly recommend you try each. Um, Peter Stokeby also uh, of course one of the you know blue ribbon names in the pipe tobacco world, but also makes these great shag tobaccos, Amsterdam shag, Danish export, and Norwegian shag. Uh, and you can put those in your pipe or smoke them uh, rolled as well. Those actually come with their own rolling papers, which is kind of nice. Hmm. If you put it in your pipe. Uh, you're not going to want to pack uh, shag tobacco too tightly, uh, and you're you're going to be you're going to need to be prepared to sip it pretty gently. Hmm. This this is a tobacco that if you pr- procure, uh, you'll want to smoke pretty fast, and uh, don't think you'll get you know reap the rewards of uh, putting a delicious Virginia shag back in the cellar for maybe 20 <laughs> years or something. That's you know you'll be uh, disappointed uh, when you when you open it up in 2041. <laughs> right. But anyway, great tobaccos, and um, man, just one more. Uh, interesting quirk to uh, the the pipe world, and so there you go. All right, so one of the things you mentioned is kind of being able to pick it out, or not pick it out, as in like actively pull it out. But if you were looking at a blend, you could kind of very clearly see what shag tobacco has been added to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I'm curious as a blender. Is that is there any kind of stigma associated with using uh, shag tobacco, or is it just kind of like commonplace? No, I think it's commonplace. Yeah, I mean you don't you don't see it as often maybe as others, but the, you know there is a sense in which if you buy a straight shag tobacco, people kind of roll their eyes and are like, oh, that's <laughs> that's cigarette tobacco, right? Just because of the how easy it is to work into that form. But it is it is you know in its own right, it's uh, you know can be delicious. Uh, you know, well processed, uh, you know, cared for premium pipe tobacco. And, and we see it sold like that every day. And of course, uh, you know, can wind up in, uh, in your favorite pipe and will be a, a wonderful partner for that. So, um, it really just depends, you know, as a blending ingredient, it's not as, uh, popular as, uh, certainly things like ribbon cut or, uh, a cube cut or chopped tobacco. But, um, but it's something that, um, you know, is definitely, you know, has a role in the, in the blending world and, uh, and that we keep around. We sure do. Gotcha. It's always just very interesting to me to kind of figure out like, okay, what do people that really like enjoy being snobs like being snobs about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, yeah. It, all, it seems like shag could very easily find itself in that category where it's <laughs> like the Miller High Life of pipe tobaccos or, or you know. PBR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, cool. Uh, it's, it's good to know. Well, you know, you mentioned you want to be able to uh, to, to be gentle in, in your smoke of it as you kind of uh, father it along. And, and you know, to, to some extent, you know, whenever you're enjoying some shag tobacco or if some shag tobacco happens to make it way its way into the pipe tobacco that you're enjoying and you do want to get a nice cool clean, uh, enjoyable smoke, but you know, you don't want to just roast it. I don't know. This is a bad transition. I'm talking about our friends at Missouri Mearsham. <laughs> 
I feel like the great. Shagadelic. I, I spent every like every single creative thing I had on on the Shagadelic from the Hurricane. You did and, fine. And, Missouri yeah. Bishop is a great, great quality <laughs> corn cob pipes. Excellent, regardless of what pipe tobacco you have. And I'm not going to be a snob about that, except for the fact that I'm saying that Missouri Bishop is the best corn cob pipe on the market. <laughs> and you're absolutely right, man. Of course, today uh, we highly recommend a small, bold uh, corn cob pipe for uh, smoking any type of shag tobacco. And I would highly recommend the Pony Express corn cob pipe from Missouri Bishop. It's a non-filtered, straight pipe with a short amber bit and a slim barrel-shaped bowl. Uh, it just really has a nice kind of warm honey color to it. It's a pocket-sized pipe that gives it uh, just a great versatility and is good for a 10-minute smoke break. Uh, check it out. You can get it straight from corncobpipe.com, and uh, it is just very reasonably priced. It's $6.49 and something that uh, you can get a few of and um, share with your friends and have for uh, that special occasion. There you go. And hey, if you happen to be rocking a Missouri Mirson Corp Cob Pipe this week, be sure to tweet out a photo. I'd love to reshare it out to let the good folks at Missouri Mirsham know we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Quick, Quick fire, fire with, with the squire. squire. Quick fire questions! Ow! All right, man. 
<laughs> it's a great it's a crazy episode but you know what we're we're rocking and rolling i think it's appropriate uh, that we were able to to talk about Shag this week because we are going with our March Madness in May uh, pipe tobacco brackets. <laughs> and uh, as you may recall... That's so stupid. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Shag, un- <laughs> unfortunately for Shag, it did lose out to Cube Tobacco, but we are, we are going down to uh, the finals for the tobacco preparation methods. Okay. Uh, so we got this is the final four, and uh, right. and and I think um, yeah we got some real contenders here. Pour some out for Shag. It didn't make it into the, it didn't make it into the, its own episode. All right, here we go. Ribbon versus coin. Coin. I I I, eh. I mean I, Ooh, coin. This is this, coin. Might, this is, is this an upset? What, it, what, where's it going? No, it, it's it, we're going with coin. We're going we're okay. going with coin. I'd rather smoke a coin. Ribbons near and dear to every pipe smoker's heart right wow. who doesn't like a good ribbon cut tobacco it's but classic it is like the classic it's classic it's what you think of if you're a new pipe smoker and you're like i'm gonna go down and buy some pipe tobacco you're thinking of a ribbon cut tobacco you know but um but yeah coin uh sliced tobacco these uh curly cuts you know where they've taken a um you know a twist and and sliced them finely uh for you to prepare and put in your bowl um man what what pipe lover doesn't just just relish the the ability to do that? So, um, yeah, and of course, you, some of the best ones on the market lend themselves towards uh, Virginia's, maybe a little Kentucky Dark Fire or some Black Cavendish. But you see a lot of Virginias in these, and so I'm going in. I, I'm going. I'm going coin. Yep, let's do it. He's going coin. All right, fair enough. Uh, and then, <laughs> uh, then, who will be facing off against coin? Well, it comes down to this: flake versus cube. Flake. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Not nine times out of ten, flake tobacco for the same reason. I mean, a cube cut uh, is is great. It has a an interesting texture to it that makes it fun in its own right. But I get yeah, man, I just love a flake tobacco. All right, all right. Well, man, it has all come down to this: the tobacco preparation. This is for the champion of tobacco preparation bracket. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Coin versus flake. Flake, you just got to go with flake. I don't know. I mean, yeah, coins are great. I again love them. I've said enough about them, but um, man, flakes so near and dear to my heart. So man, uh, so wonderful. So I thought we were gonna have a ribbon versus flake here at the uh, (laughs) at the championship. So this was this destroyed my bracket, John. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, that would be like uh, Russ Hicks versus John David Cole, ribbon versus flake. But I'm I'm gonna go with flake. Yeah. So and it's my show, so I win. That's that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, there you go. Well, we will be uh, powering through to our next tobacco bracket, which is going to be, ooh, we've got some, um, some some good ones. This is just straight straight tobacco next. We'll be talking about Virginias and Burleys and Black Cavendish and Latakia and Orientals. Ooh, that's fun. And, yeah. Yeah. This, this is, it's going to be a good one. And if you've not seen this already, over on uh, patreon.com slash countrysquireradio, we've got the full brackets so you can get prepared. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and make your bracket. Hopefully you'll have better luck than I did in predicting how John David's going to call it, but, um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Of course, you are, if you're already a patron or a club member, uh, that information is there again, that's patreon.com slash country squire radio. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, man. Listener feedback. This has been this has been a listener feedback heavy episode. It's interesting because next week I know we got a big uh, listener feedback heavy episode planned as well. Yeah, yeah. But but you know we've got we've got an amazing audience and uh, people have been sending in a lot of a lot of great support and, and thoughts and obviously packages here as well. But uh, let's let's read this one from Old Dave in Tennessee. 
Uh, this is an iTunes review that we got. It says, simply outstanding. Uh, what did Old Dave have to say? Yeah, Old Dave says, uh, well, since we have no pipe-related periodicals anymore, <laughs> John, David, and Bo provide a much-needed and desired connection to all things pipe. Uh, I particularly enjoy the tobacco review sessions. Would love to see uh, you do something about the Danish master carvers like Tom Eltang, uh, former, and the young man that is working with Eltang. <laughs> I appreciate your open expression regarding your faith. That's rare these days. I'm not typically an aromatic smoker, but I now have several in my rotation after uh, the Rivendell, Cherokee, and Figgy Pudding tobaccos from the Country Squire. Uh, incredibly good with some good real flavor, tobacco flavors. Uh, these two boys uh, seem like buddies, to, speaking of me and Bo, these two boys seem like buddies uh, to this old man, and I would love the opportunity to share a bowl and a glass of a good single malt with them. Uh, they can keep the boodles, though. <laughs> well worth your time. Uh, this show is uh, you're missing out on some great uh, information and entertainment if you don't listen. So, uh, man, Dave, thank you so much. That's re- very, very kind. Yeah, man. We've also got this one coming in. This is another iTunes review. This is coming in from Rob. Uh, he says, enjoy the show as much as the pipe. The show is an experience. John, David, and Bo are a classic pair. I am fairly new to pipe culture. Finding this podcast is taking my love of all things pipe to the next level. You're probably not going to find someone as honest and knowledgeable about the craft as John, David. You will not find another person as down to earth as Bo. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. Uh, if you are, are ever in Pittsburgh, you will have to check out Algany Smokes Works. Smoke Works? Al- Help me out Allegheny. Allegheny. It, uh, it's my local pipe one-stop shop. Well, Pittsburgh's a beautiful place. I'd love to go back there, but uh, Algonany. Algonany. (laughs) That's right. That is right. I butchered the name. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Have have you been there before? I haven't. I've never been to Pittsburgh. All right. Well, Pittsburgh's a beautiful place. Beautiful place, man. I absolutely love it. And so, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to check that out. Uh, You know what? Let's, Let's do one more if we can. And I think that we can here. This is coming in from Grant China. All right, this is coming in from Grant China. He says, gentlemen, I was indulging my annual St. Patrick's Day tradition of watching one of the greatest pipe smoking films of all time, The Quiet Man, directed by John Ford and starring John Wayne and Maureen O'Hare. John Ford is widely regarded as one of the great film directors, and I'd like to call your attention to his subtle use of the pipe in establishing the character the Quiet Man is set in a small village in Ireland around the turn of the cent- of the last century, and a good many of the men in the village smoke pipes. Pipe smoking uh, pervades the whole movie. John Wayne's character is an American stranger in the village and is the only one in the film who smokes cigarettes. I'm convinced that having John Wayne be the only sm- cigarette smoker in a village full of pipe smokers was deliberate choice by the director to emphasize his status as an outsider and his isolation. Hmm. Another subtle reference that may escape the general population's notice is that while everyone else smokes briar pipes, the wealthiest man in the village smokes what appears to be a meerschaum. In the spirit of disclosure, one of the main co-stars who smokes a pipe throughout the film does also smoke a cigar in one or two occasions. Anyway, if you've never seen The Quiet Man, I highly recommend it. Not just for the pipe smoking, though that aspect will always bring a smile to my face. Perhaps a topic for a future podcast episode could be a survey of films that prominently use pipe smoking to set an atmosphere or establish a character. In addition Mm. to The Quiet Man, there's obviously the Lord of the Rings films, the Sherlock Holmes films, Basil Rathbone uh, come to mind, Lee Van Cleef's pipe in A Few Dollars More, uh, is an iconic and plays a central role in an early scene establishing his character. With a bit more th- thought and research, I bet you could find many more examples. 
Happy smoking, Grant China. Now, I love this idea, Grant. This like obviously speaks directly to me, and I'm I'm, I'm all about it. <laughs> Doesn't it though? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, we haven't done a pipe culture like series in a while. Maybe a pipe culture series exploring films. The only problem is, I know yeah. that requires you to watch a movie, and it, it does. Well, yeah. I mean, like you're you're y'all transition to bottle at some point, and if that's the case, you're going to be waking up. She's going to kick you out of bed to do the feeding, and so like you know, what are you going to do with that time? Well, let's let's get you watching the Quiet Man. It'll probably be the only Quiet Man in your house. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> Anyways, Grant, love this idea. Um, I, we we I think it's a great great concept for um for a series. If not if not a movie series, possibly like incorporating that as a pipe culture series. And I actually want to pitch it out. To folks, because we get these emails and, and suggestions all the time. I would love to know what what are some of y'all's favorite pipe smoking movies? Send those into the show and we'll take a look at them and, and see if we can come up with a little list that might be worth, uh, you know, twisting John David's arm into actually watching a movie. <laughs> I think it'd be great. Well, hey, great listener feedback. And if you've got some listener feedback for the show, you can email us show at countrysquireradio.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at uh, Squire Radio or at underscore Country Squire is the shop's handle. You can find John David Cole at John David Cole. But all that information and more can be found at countrysquireradio.com. Well, this one's been shagadelic, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. My, oh. I've tried to get my wife to watch those movies because every time I see them, I'll just laugh and she's like, you're an idiot. Yeah, like, why? why? <laughs> <laughs> well, man, this is, uh, yeah, it's a good one. Let's go have a week. See you, brother. your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first Bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. 
Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.